Welcome to episode 23. We're two more from 25, Stro. 23! We're going to do it. We're going to go buy it. We're going to have 30 before you know it. Oh, I know. I wonder what that episode is going to be. <clears throat> now that I'm thinking about it, you know? <laughs> Potential. Yeah, so what are we doing today? We are doing branding. Branding and inventions. Not the kind that you uh, send on people's skin. No, no. Animals for that matter. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we have... Yeah, we had a couple of really interesting ideas that, you know, uh, so I, I went with more uh, real-world products where, what did you do? Oh, yeah. A couple of them are real-world in a sense, and then other ones, I like one for, for certain I made up in my head. Yeah. So I kind of did a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, a little cluster. I wanted I wanted to I wanted this episode to be pretty cool and kind of be a little educational about <clears throat> um you know solidifying your brand uh whether you are a makeup dealer or a cannabis company or a Twitch streamer or a musician like whatever it may be or a clothing store you know uh you want to solidify your brand you want to make sure that it sells you know so for example, it's, what it's maximum potential? Yeah. yeah, like what are we like what are we selling here? You, what are we selling here, Showbridge? We're selling, you know, an idea, and the idea discussion. Is, yeah, we're selling discussion and art, and uh, we're selling education. That's right. And you know, I'm going to educate you on branding. I mean, we have a couple key factors when it comes to branding. I have a I have a couple things here like uh, consistency. Okay. Uh, for example, uh, DD214 Gaming just hit their 100th episode this past Sunday. Uh, staying consistent is important to the brand. Um, for example, episodes every, every week or content every other day, you want to make sure that you have what have everything you need to entertain and to keep that flow going. Um, it should be consistent across all touch points, including your website, your social media, your channels, your physical stores, if applicable. Uh, the, these are super important. Another thing is differentiation. Like your brand should stand out from competitors, competitors and offer something unique that sets it apart. Okay, what? Give, give me an example of something that is unique in in branding that you would think works. Well, I was gonna. I was going to say like Netflix, when they first started out, I mean, look how it all started with them. They were just sending DVDs to the mail. And here we are now where they're streaming, you know, live stuff on their uh, application and stuff. So yeah, they've, uh, they definitely stepped up their marketing, their advertising. Um, like you were saying in that definition, like you definitely want all your platforms to be in sync. You don't want one thing saying something that's, just written last night and then it doesn't update to something and you still have another site that's uh like four weeks old yeah yeah exactly so um next is emotion consistent yep next is emotional connection building an emotional connection with your audience can help create brand loyalty and increase customer retention i i think 
uh, what we do here is based on a lot of emotion, as a lot of our renderings have, you know, come from our minds. Mm -hmm. I think that's something I think that's very special to talk about because if if you have an emotional connection through art, through artificial intelligence, through music, that can build your brand a little bit closer. Um, what is your what is your connection to your fan base? Right? Do you are you consistently talking to them, gaining ideas? Are you are you taking in touch with them? Yeah, are you staying in touch with them? That's right. <clears throat> are you are you feeding are you feeding into are you feeding into negative uh suggestions or reviews you know do you embrace that and change for the better or do you you know i see where you're going there okay yeah you know so there's a lot embrace of it's like if your company did something wrong and you embrace it and turn it around and actually make it a good thing yep absolutely i'm thinking of a company in particular coca-cola oh you're gonna see coca mess with their recipe they messed with their original recipe and the, the masses got mad and they changed it back to the original uh, recipe because back in the 80s or nine, early 90s, they changed the recipe and there was like this big upheaval and that's what I was thinking of when you said that. So, yeah, hey, but they, they, they used that's, it. That's another perspective as well though, right? Is it not? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, next is clarity. Your brand should communicate a clear message and value proposition to the audience. Uh, a clear perfect example the artificial mind we communicate that that like for example me i'm not an artist a hand-drawn artist i've never drawn in my life i don't know how to do it but i don't consider myself an ai artist i consider myself an ai enthusiast that that plays around with ai technologies um other people consider themselves AI artists, and that's completely fine. I have no issue with that. But to be like, for example, for me, the clarity is this is who and what I am. You know, so you so you don't get misconstrued uh, about the situation here. You got anything for that? And then, I think you're an artist, John. Just like me. Just you're you're either you're either. You either mess with art or you don't, so therefore you're an artist or you're not. But I think everybody's an artist in a certain sense. Yeah, I can't. I mean, you got you have to be artistic somewhat, even in how you would write a, a report or something. How you go about it, it's your style still. And so there's still artsy and everybody. Just it's the level, yeah. level involved, level of involvement. Absolutely, and and the thank you, man. And the fifth one, authenticity. Um, it's crucial for building trust with your audience and establishing a strong brand reputation. Um, authenticity is the most, I, to me, the most important factor next to consistency and differentiation. Um, actually, I mean, all these, the, you know, there is no ranking for any of these, um, any of these tips here. I, they're all super important, but authenticity if you're honest, if you're honest with your audience, which I probably should have said what I said for number four for this one, uh, if you're if you're honest with your audience, you'll have a more meaningful uh, approach to things. I believe. Uh, it, mm -hmm. 
I, it's it's important, you know. There's so many new ideas. There's so many new ideas out there right now, and things are coming out every single day. And there are new, there are niche ideas that are getting created as we speak, right now. Being patented and shipped off everywhere. Yep, yep. And hey, are you ready to go into the renders? And yeah. shall we give them some examples? Yes, Let's we ran them. Let's brand them. <laughs> All right, let's go. So the first one is, ah, this one's mine. I wanted to, yeah, so my, my, my approach for this episode was real world branding. Um, what came out, I wanted to make a kind of, I wanted to, uh, how do I say this? Let, let me, let me go through my notes here one second search your, oh. search your adjectives okay so obviously we have nike here and it made the logo so perfect mm -hmm. uh, so i wanted to talk about so the i wanted the feeling of like you're stepping into a field of dreams with a world of like endless possibilities right uh where victory is always within reach and in this world nike reigns supreme as the ultimate champion of performance innovation and inspiration i am a huge fan of nike i have i wear a lot of nike clothing sponsor me please uh i and i think that the <laughs> i think that the design here itself is so cool it's got the little that line there up in the front you see you see what i'm talking about well, like you were saying, being being able to get that swoosh in there just the way it's supposed to be is no easy task either. So when you said you got that, bravo! Yeah, it so took it spent a little time on that. It took me a few times. It took me a few times, but I I have here uh, the scene is set on a lush green playing field with the sun shining down and the grass tickling your toes. Um, in the foreground, the Nike swoosh logo blazes with intensity. It, yep, and big Big Ben's there actually. Good. Good catch. It's bold lines and sleek curves as a testament to the power of design. But as the viewer gazes at the logo, they're going to see the sense of purpose and motivation. It's that, you know, the desire to push themselves to the limit and achieve their goals. And the logo is rendered with intricate detail from the solo gradient that fades across its surface to the precise curves that define its form. Um, I rendered I rendered this scene with a dynamic and energetic style with bold colors sharp lines a sense of movement that captures the essence of like what nike does in their commercials and the art style is reminiscent of the company's iconic like their advertisement campaigns with the touch of inspiration determination that speaks to the heart of the brand but as the viewer contemplates this image they are inspired to believe in themselves to chase their dreams and to reach for the stars dynamic and energetic styles um they lend a sense of power and a drive to the image, evoking a sense of motivation and inspiration in the viewer as they contemplate the limitless potential of the human spirit. All right, you convinced me. Give me a pair. All right, let's go. Let's go buy a pair right now. The Tam. This is this is the ta the the Tam edition one. The Tam Nike hour. Yep, the time. The shell coupons. I love right it. Now. I love it. I like the fact that it's doesn't have any sportsmen in it, and it's just a show. Yeah, yeah. I I wanted I wanted to sell the sneaker, not not the not what it can do. Sneaker should sell itself. 
Absolutely. Uh, sneakers should sell itself. Sneakers are, are beautiful too, by the way. Get you a pair of Nikes. You really have to preach about I'm Adidas, so it's funny you were saying Nike because I got a bunch of Adidas stuff over here. So that's funny. Both our brands, cousins of each other, really. Yep, literally. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, and speaking of the shoes, speaking of shoes, today we are sending lots of shoes. Up. I love this. This was the very first idea I had. So, and. I think we were talking about at the beginning of this, how I kind of jumped around, like I've made an actual product and then there are some that might've been already products, but uh, this here <clears throat> it is called Court Heat Shoes. What's it called? And the big Quartz Heat Shoes. Quartz so, Heat like Shoes. Quartz, yep, like the, the rock or the mineral. Yeah, okay, okay. And uh, let's see. I'm going to read this to you like you were listening to a commercial or I'm going to say commercial because if you're reading in the magazine, you wouldn't be hearing my voice. So we're going to do this commercial style yeah. quick. So I'm going to do a quick little. No step, step into the future with core powered heat. Keep your feet toasty warm all day long with our revolutionary shoes. Are you tired of freezing toes during cold winter months? Look no further. Our cutting-edge shoes are equipped with innovative quartz crystal compression technology that harnesses the power of heat to keep your feet warm and comfortable. Not only do our shoes utilize quartz crystal compression technology, but they also feature state-of-the-art lace-up technology. The shoelaces themselves are an integral part of the shoe's design, as they serve as a contact point for the distributing the heat evenly throughout your feet. But that's not all. Our shoes also include advanced technology that can track every... your every move. The shoelaces count your steps, while the shoe sensors can monitor your heart rate and skin temperature through your ankle pulse. You also stay informed with your body's health and well-being, all while keeping your feet cozy and warm. Say goodbye to cold toes and hello to future footwear with our revolutionary product, Court Seat Shoes. Step into the future with warp. That was really good. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm going to use... I guess comfortable. I'm going to use that. I'm gonna use that. I'm telling you that right now. Well, I was, are you gonna put it in between like little snippets? Like our, we'll make our own commercials. Like start hearing it on DD fourteen. That that's that that that's exactly what I was gonna do. That is exactly what I was. So DD two fourteen's gotta make commercials for us then. Actually, you'd be you'd, you'd be surprised. There is a commercial on DD two fourteen for our, the artificial bite. Yeah, yeah, it comes up every week. It's cool. Shameless plugs, right? But while, while we're talking about shameless plugs, yeah, I, I would wear the shit out of this shoe. I would too. If the if the idea, I mean, the idea, the idea, it's pretty sound because you got uh, quartz powered uh, wristwatches ever since the '60s, I believe, is when they started doing that. Do you? All, all it is is compression. Huh. Do, you, do you think that this could help with melting ice beneath you from preventing slip? I was kind of wondering about that because you have to, there's so much heat you can create that, after, that which causes the slick surface, like, you know, the thin layer of water between your foot and ice. And yeah, because you, you would need some I kind of slip resistance. Yeah, you would need some kind of slip resistant uh, bottom for it. Yeah. Yeah, tread. 
some kind of tread, probably the yeah. tread that you would use in um in uh, restaurants. Like yeah, chefs. I think yep. they had the best shoes for like. I agree. Um, as a military cook, we had these reinforced boots where, yep. like, le- like you would legitimately, like, not slip at all. They, they were great. And next, better than tire tread on tires. Yeah. Ah, my Coca Cola ad. Remember, I told you we were gonna see Coca Cola. I I actually came up with the idea the other day, John, that um, since uh, Mid Journeys doesn't seem to be doing a whole lot with their their font improvement, we should just start translating what words mean on on here. <laughs> so like, yes, it's Coca Cola, but you're now the translator for this. So like, up here in a corner with the can, you have to tell me what that says now because you know how to read Mid Journey. We're both fluent in Mid Journey talk. We are. We we're. You know what? There is a language to this. So this. I wanted to, so I wanted to step back in time into the 1950s, an era of optimism, innovation, and American prosperity. Uh, in this world of bright colors, clean lines, and bold designs, Coca-Cola reigns supreme as the beverage of choice for a generation of customers. Yep. I love Coca-Cola. I, I like, I love Coca-Cola. That is my drink of choice, vanilla Coke for the win. Uh, I wanted I wanted the scene set in a futuristic diner filled with like a gleaming chrome vibrant neon and the sense of kinetic energy. Um, I actually have other renders of this that I kept that I'll use for future episodes that gave me an idea like what would a building look like if like certain brands owned them like brands that don't have like diners and stuff like what would a Coca-Cola diner look like you know. Um, I was really going for something like that but the, the advertisement that I got here was e- was even better. I wanted like I also wanted a group of young people to sit at the counter sipping on ice cold bottles of Coca Cola as they laugh. You know their faces are lit up. You know they're having a good time. Um, in the foreground, the server is holding up a tray of Coca Cola bottles. Uh, the distinctive shape and logo immediately recognizable to all viewers, all ages. Uh, but the tray is rendered with intricate detail. I tried my best to really get like that retro futurism art style you know it's really i wanted atomic era bold colors sharp lines futuristic um art styles uh it's reminiscent of classic photography and and advertising of that time while there is a touch of nostalgia and and whimsy that speaks to the enduring popularity of coca-cola you know you look back at it you go back in time, you look at a simpler time, it's a simpler age. Same colors. You know, but if you look at that time too, like Coca-Cola, it just wasn't a drink. It was a symbol of American ingenuity, innovation, and fun. And, and it was a big thing for the teens back then too. You'd go back to the pharmacies and get your 10 cent uh, fountain drink. It was usually Coke. Yeah. Yep. I don't think Mountain Dew came up till the 60s. No, you may you may be right. You may be right. Actually, let me look that up right now. I'm gonna say it was sixty-two, sixty-one. I just remember the nineteen forty by PepsiCo. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. About twenty years off. Yep. Uh, next. I have no idea what this is. Please tell. Good. Please explain this to me. What this is? 
Okay. Um, so I've been hearing a lot about uh, the Bluetooth uh, headphones and people are having concerns that they might cause cancer. I'm not going to say they do or not. But I was coming up with a, another invention. Um, basically, kind of like uh, they're, they're sticky nodes. And the best example I could give you is like uh, there's these little uh, workout things you can just put little uh, sticky nodes on your stomach muscles and it helps you do like stomach crunches by uh, lightly shocking your muscles through these pads, like electrical pads. Yeah. It's kind of the same science, but we're not going to shock our heads. We're just going to put an electrode on each side of our temple by our eyes and it would actually uh, be using frequencies, radio frequencies to pump music in your head. So you don't have to have anything in your ear or strapped around your ear, you just plug these or uh, stick these two little sensors on the sides of your head, and it would actually feed music inside to your head. At, okay, so do you know that, like, if this was a real product, there would be so many conspiracy theories coming out with, oh, like... I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I was very interested. That's what I was thinking when I was doing it. We're going, like, we're... Because, like, we have the bone conduction technology, but this is like going way past bone conduction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is going like into the the neural center of your mind. I think it's very interesting. And I would love to, I guess it would make you feel the music along with hearing yeah. the music. Yes. Like how deaf people can still feel music. Like if they go to a, a rave and you see people like right up next to the huge speakers, chances are they're, they're probably deaf and they're, they're, feeling the music and I've actually done that before too where you can feel certain tones and stuff it's pretty cool I think that's where the actual uh sound uh therapy is going to be coming into play here in the next 10 to 20 years yep I, it, this is a great technology I think this is really cool I would buy it I'd be the first one online and it would, uh, the again the mid-journey wording on there I'm going to translate that and basically what that says is audio wave pads. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, would you, you want me to read the, the quick little... Uh, I would love, yeah, I would love to hear what you put down, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, introducing the next big thing in audio technology are revolutionary adhesive electro pads. Gone are the days of fumbling with tangled earphones or bulky headphones that weigh you down. With our innovative product, you can experience music, phone calls, or other audio technology with ease, all while enjoying the comfort of a hands-free wireless experience. Our adhesive electro pads are equipped with static airwaves and low sound vibrations, like you were saying, John, that are normally undetectable by humans, allowing you to immerse yourself in high-quality audio without any distractions. The pads are easy to use. Simply apply one to each temple like a patch, and you're ready to go. Pads utilize advanced adhesive technology commonly used in muscle therapy, ensuring they stay securely in place for as long as you need them to stay. Say goodbye to sore ears for earplugs and uncomfortable headphones, and say hello to freedom and convenience of our adhesive electro pads. With a sleek and discreet design that looks like a small gray magnet next to your eye, that might be a concern or conspiracy theory right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> You can enjoy all the benefits of our product without anyone even knowing. And with just a one-time adhesive application, 
you can enjoy hours of uninterrupted, uninterrupted audio without need of any additional equipment. Experience the future of audio technology with our revolutionary product. And the Lately. adhesive part, could you see like someone trying to get that shit off their head? Yo, <laughs> this clue is really good. I've been in it for like three hours. I, list, I stopped listening to Spotify about four hours ago. <laughs> it, like, you're going to see, because like, I see people wear like these like cyberpunky style like face masks now. I, that it's the, it, it fits, it fits the bill. It fits the bill. I really like this product. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, ah. I, so I wanted to, I, I tried to stick with the whole retrofuturism style here. I, I am an avid Apple user. I use Apple for everything except for my productions. I, you know, I use it from paperwork, you know, whatever it's, it's Apple products to me are probably one of the, the greatest products of all time, despite having, um, materials that are not that great. Uh, but that they're improving on. Uh, everyone has their own opinion about what they use. Android, Apple, Linux, Windows. I blah, blah, blah. like Apple. However, I don't own one, but I would I would definitely take one. Yeah. Um. So I wanted a, I want, you know, enter, I want, enter, you know, just look at this and enter a world of sleek design, cutting edge technology and minimalist beauty. In this world, Apple Inc. reigns supreme as the undisputed champion of innovation and style. So we're going to call it Apple World. Call it Apple World. It's a futuristic cityscape, a shiny metropolis filled with gleaming glass, steel structures. You see the Apple logo in the back covering, uh, seem seemingly suspended in midair. It's clean lines and elegant curves, a testament to the power of simplicity. I could totally see this being in a, a, a magazine in the 80s as an advertisement right next to a cigarette ad because they still had cigarette ads. You know, a ci totally okay, so it's, it's funny because I was actually, I actually wanted to do that originally, but I got I got lost in the sauce with this. Um, it's, you know, uh, what do we got here? So as the, you know, you gaze upon the logo, you're drawn to a world of possibility where the power of technology is harnessed for the betterment of humanity. Uh, the logo is rendered with intricate detail. As you can see, it's got it's got those cool like little synthy wave lines. If you, you know, very uh, uh, retro. Yes, very retro. It's rendered a futuristic, minimalist, and deco style. I took that inspiration from you. Sharp lines, clean colors, a sleek of sophistication that speaks to the enduring appeal of Apple's branding. Uh, the artist's style is reminiscent of the company's iconic products with a touch of innovation and elegance that captures the essence of the brand. This is, this is, and it, you know, it's got that. It stays true to the brand. Yeah. I, I mean, if you look at it too, it's got like that. And again, the logo came out perfect and it took mm -hmm. me a couple tries to get the logo exactly. You had good luck this time around with the logos. I had time to. This this oh, feces turned into logo feces. Yeah. This episode, other than the Coca-Cola logo, like. This was this came out so good. I had such a good time with this episode. I had and and I this is by far one of my favorite works of all time. I could actually see this like in the main building, like when you walk in. It looks about the size of that painting I got in my room, and I was kind of thinking that would be a good size painting. Yeah, it's beautiful. Room. It's beautiful. I'm gonna see that on the wall of the um, the actual um, home office of Apple. 
Yeah. I do. I can too. Next. What is going on here, Fagbridge? <laughs> I'm glad that the last couple pictures I put in here are like, okay, that's cool. What the hell is it? So I can pull this up. <laughs> okay, so this is one I was kind of like, I'm not sure about, but I'm going to go with it. Uh, I'm going to read this. I think this is pretty much more like a magazine ad, not a TV ad. Uh, so basically all that nonsense that you're seeing on your neck, that is going to be translated into this. Introducing nano snails. Nano snails. Help. Yep, nano snails. The little gardener's helper that is set to revolutionize the world of gardening. With its cutting-edge nanotechnology, nano snails are the perfect solution for those who love the garden but struggle to maintain optimal growing conditions for their plants. Nano snails are small, efficient devices that regulate the key factors essential for plant growth, nutrients, temperature, lighting, and moisture. These miniature snails are equipped with sensors that constantly monitor the conditions of the soil, air, and water around your plants and adjust the environment to ensure they thrive. <clears throat> the nano snails have an advanced nutrient monitoring system that ensures your plants receive the right amount of nutrients they need. They also have temperature and lighting sensors that monitor the amount of light and heat your plants receive, ensuring that they are not over or underexposed. The nano snails also have moisture sensors that monitor soil moisture levels and release the right amount of water for optimal plant growth. But that's not all. Nano snails are also designed to be eco-friendly and energy efficient, which means they consume very little power and are incredibly cost-effective. They are easy to install, and their compact size means that they can be placed anywhere in your garden or home. Nano snails are a perfect solution for busy gardeners who don't have the time or resources to maintain their plants. They are ideal for people who are just starting out in the gardening and need some extra help getting started. They are also perfect for people who want to maximize their plant growth and yields without the hassle of traditional gardening methods. In summary, nano snails are the perfect solution for anyone who wants to grow healthy, thriving plants with minimal effort. With their advanced nanotechnology and efficient design, these little helpers will revolutionize the way you garden. Try them today and experience the difference for yourself. Show mechanized snails. That is insane. That is great, innovative, and dare I say, nature abiding. Oh, yes, I'd say it's I, 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 a lot of green thumbs would love this. Yeah, and they're cute. So I know a lot of people be like, "Oh, they're cute. I need to get one. They're they're cute." cute. <laughs> and um, this is my last one. This is actually my. I love how this one came out. Feast your eyes on Disney. Oh, see, I'd rather go to Disney if it was like this. Uh, so the translation says Disney, a world of wonders. That's what it says. That's what we're. But your translate, okay. Mid journey <laughs> translation, y'all. Yep. Uh, Disney, Disney World, Disney, just Disney. It's just Disney. It's a whole. It's a place just called Disney. First off, before I get into my notes here, this came out beautiful. It came out. Howdy. It came That's out probably a vision that Walt Disney actually had himself. Like, I want it out in the middle of nowhere, out of water. Yeah, I mean, look at the futuristic, uh, the the futuristic boat, the planes, the rainbows. The planes are very reminiscent of like uh, 1920 magazines when they thought 
or they're talking about how the future would look. Well, it's funny that you say that because we are, we, I have once again have used the Art Deco atomic era retro futurism look for this. Turned out good. Yeah. And for this, like, you know, step into a world of wonder where imagination reigns supreme and your dreams come true. In this world, Disney is the ultimate creator of magic, crafting timeless stories and unforgettable experiences that capture the hearts of generations. Uh, we have it set in a fantastical landscape with castles, forests, oceans. They're stretching out all the way to the back end of the horizon. You even get that nice little sunny reflection in the water back there. Uh, you, the, oh, man, it's just, it's so beautiful. We want to go to Epcot. For real. Uh, have you ever been to Disney World or Disneyland? I have not. I've been to Universal. Me neither. Oh, okay. We're going to have to take a tam trip out there because I, I, there's a lot I want to do there. Anyways, um, you know, when you look at when you look at everything, you know, when you look at the photo itself, you're filled with a sense of joy and enchantment. You know, you have a desire to lose yourself in the world of make-believe and fantasy. Uh, and everything is rendered with intricate detail, with delicate squirrels that dance across the surface to the precise curves that it's that define that defines its form. It's rendered with bright and a colorful star with bold hues, gentle gradients, and a sense of magic that captures the essence of Disney's uh, branding. But the art style is reminiscent of the company's iconic animated films. I really wanted to have like this. Uh, I really wanted to capture the old school animation, but with a newer touch. Uh -huh. You know, not three, not, I, you know, I wanted to have like that 2D. I still wanted that 2D style, but with a little bit of texture in it, a couple, couple more layering and stuff. Exactly. Like almost maybe a pre a pre World War II looking, but still influenced with a futuristic touch. Yeah. Kind of exactly how, like, what this render looks like. Mm -hmm. Now, the last one. It almost looks like it's a postcard. So I love this one. Yeah, so this is the one. Uh, this is actually, I don't know if NASA is, I know there's someone out in the world that's actually trying to do plans for this. I've just never actually seen it, so I went and kind of fucked around. So this is basically a uh, a space elevator. I know they were talking about this at some point. It was probably on some documentary show I watched back in the day, but... Uh, they were talking about inventing a ladder, a ladder or elevator that you can transport all this stuff, like say up to the sky labs and stuff. So yeah. you have to keep uh, using shuttles and stuff. You just be using this for your common cargo or even shipping people up there. Like if you didn't like planes, you could take this huge ass um, elevator up there. I don't know if I did a description for this one or not. That's very new. Before you get yeah. to your description, there's actually a TV show called uh, Foundation. It's on Apple TV Plus, and the show they actually there's an elevator that goes into space. I think the prem I think the premise of the show is the elevator gets blown up or something like that. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I got this idea, and then John comes up. Yeah, and this show it blows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it completely it. They, it gets demolished. But yeah, go and see your notes. I'm not trying to be well, a, a, a no, you're good. I actually made short. Uh, I don't think I did a description on this one because I already had an idea that this was already out there in the world. So I just, uh, I actually just wrote a prompt. 
this time. Um, and it was a, a space elevator that reaches space from Earth using nanotechnology, which is true from what I've heard, the people that wanted to make this. Yeah. Uh, show from space, a towering elevator extending from Earth's landmass. And the other uh, little bit of description I put was Unreal Engine 5. And it took me all in this picture. Nice. Yep. A lot of them had uh, like another Earth showing up in the top. And I'm like, well, if this is going out into space, can't have another Earth showing up. So I had to do a few renderings, but I finally got to where it yeah, looks like an elevator going up in the sky. It's and it's true that they do want to use, they're thinking of using that nanotechnology to eventually do this at some point. We need nanotechnology first. I mean, nanotechnology is in right now. It's getting there. It's, it, it's very infants. I they use it for a lot of medical for a lot of medical advancements as well. Uh, so that that was today's episode. That was branding and inventions. That was actually very cool. I think this may be our best episode yet. I like that. I liked how I got to pretend I was an advertiser for a second. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, our, our next episode. We are going to be doing a major submission from the Fox of Crimson. We are going to be doing heroes versus villains from different countries. Uh, we have a set. I think I think it's maybe fifty images. Wow, it's it's a whole it's a whole set of images. I will sell you. There's a lot of countries, so yeah. you know, um, you can, you know. I, if you want to look at the file yourself, you so you can kind of get prepared for it. But you, you know, we're not doing our own images this week. You know, we're not doing our own images this week. But we are going to be reviewing this set of heroes and villains from different countries. And I'm actually kind of excited to touch upon that. Uh, it's very exciting. It's interesting, and I can't wait to talk about it. I can't wait to talk about that when we do this recording next. It'll definitely help with some gaps I have in other people's cultures because that's something that never really gets talked about too much. Like unless you're American, you know all about the Americans, like superheroes and comic books, but you don't know, you know, a, a Turkish person's superhero. Who's their superheroes and stuff? Like that. Yeah, cool. yeah. Well, you you got you got any uh, final thoughts before we go? No, I pretty much dispensed everything that I was going to dispense this week. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for coming to another episode. Yes, thank you. Episode 23. Make sure you like, share, leave a review, comment, dislike us, like us, whatever it is. Uh, we want to know what you guys want. Uh, we're going to be amping it up soon. Annoy us. Yeah, yeah. Leave us a voicemail too. We take voicemails over at anchor.fm slash the artificial mind. Yeah. So long. And I'll be putting some more stuff on Instagram. So be looking for that stuff as well. Yeah. Check out the Instagram. Uh, go on www.linktree.com slash the artificial mind podcast. Um, hang on. Let me. I think you're right. I think you're right. That sounds right. The art of. Oh my God. Did I learn how to. The... That the artificial mind. Oh yeah, it is the artificial mind podcast. Linktree.com slash the artificial mind podcast. Our links are there. 
uh, for Instagram, YouTube, and our podcast directory, which you can listen to us or watch us anywhere you want. So, so long, farewell, stay safe out there, and drink water. Drink water.